I'm just like looking, like I can't just talk to, I'm so sorry, I cannot just talk to a microphone. I feel like I'm just talking to the void. But anyways. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Ask Alice. School's in session, and we're here today to talk about something that affects us all. But before we get started, my name is Beth Wheeler, and I'm your podcast host. And joining us today is our editor-in-chief, Jen Bowman, and our creative director, Rebecca Martin. Hey guys, it's Jen again, back for the third time. Third time's a charm. Um, go listen to the other episodes if you have not already to f- hear my proper introduction. Hi, my name's Rebecca Martin. I'm the creative director here at Alice. I'm an advertising major with a minor in art, concentrating in photography. And yeah. Wait, I didn't know you were an advertising major. I didn't either. That's yeah. forever, <laughs> like always. Why do you think I run in? I see you like all the time. I see you so many I times. Thought you were, I thought you were a creative media major. No, uh, Sarah is. I'm so sorry. I feel, no. I was, I'm in capstone I agency. Feel like <laughs> I just feel like I just learned something new about Rebecca, even though we've known each other for like four years now. <laughs> Literally. So. Okay, so to get started, we're going to do the highs and lows of our week and our favorite product. So my high of the week is that I got new Hoka's. If you listen to the last episode you know that I have like seven-year-old ones they were really crusty so I got new ones my low light of the week is I forgot my umbrella yesterday and had to walk home in the rain it's been raining all week in Tuscaloosa so I was about to say for reference it's been monsooning in Tuscaloosa the past two weeks um it's supposed to not stop for the next two weeks as well yeah and then my favorite product is my new hokas Jen what color oh they're white can you describe them they're all white everything on them's white so how do you get around in the mud puddles? I don't. I had to wash them earlier in the sink with Dawn dish soap. Already? Yeah. <laughs> but if you have any kind of stain, ink, oil, grease, like anything at all, if you use Dawn dish soap, it literally gets everything out. So any and everything. Dawn dish soap. Sponsor us. Yeah, it's like saying. better than bleach, literally. If it's good enough for the ducks, it's good enough for me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I can go next. Uh, my high of the week Oh, is that we actually started working in my cycling class. So I actually just got out of a cycling class. I biked 50 minutes. I feel great. A little sweaty, though. Um, And my love of the week is that it's raining, but it's not twilight vibe raining. It's just kind of like gross raining here, um, which is really upsetting. And then my favorite product right now is probably my umbrella. I got it from CNIS, my college. So gotta rep always uh my high of the week was just getting started back with my photography art classes because i'm in my master's class this semester and i'm really excited to do a big project and my low is pretty much the same as both of theirs because it relates to the rain but yesterday i my umbrella fell out of my car i didn't know and i didn't have a jacket and i was on campus for 13 hours straight so i spent the whole day getting completely soaked and then freezing in classrooms repeatedly and i woke up with a sniffle so (laughs) the sickies it's like inconvenient rain like i want it to either like downpour for an hour and stop or be sunny but instead it's just like a steady little driplets all day long and it's so gray i haven't seen the sun in weeks and it's so humid it's not even cooling down it's just like sticky and gross if it felt nicer outside i wouldn't hate it but there's just so much humidity that you just feel disgusting that's why i didn't bring a jacket because i hate wearing a rain jacket when it's hot you just feel sweaty and gross so i feel like i'm in like a shower curtain yeah wear it (laughs) 
All right. Wait, did you do your favorite product? Uh, my favorite product right now is the eye cream by Good Molecules. It, like, gets rid of your dark circles. I know I still have some, but I swear, like, it works magic. I swear by it. That's my, like, favorite beauty product right now. I just sent them an email today. So hopefully, hopefully, Good Molecules, if you're listening, um, <laughs> we would love some packages. I want to try eye cream, but I'm so scared. It's I'm like worried I'm going to break out. I didn't think it was true. They sent me a PR package. That's the only reason I got it. And it's as cheap as the ordinary. And it literally does make a difference. You can feel it. It's like your eyes feel like tight and fresh. And even my boyfriend was like, no, it definitely makes a difference. I can see it. And if my boyfriend can see the difference. If the men can see difference, Mm -hmm. it's good. Because I have horrible bags under my eyes. So it it definitely makes a difference. Mine have always been dark. Mine are chronic. Mine have been like this (laughs) since I was a kid. Like even when I was sleeping all night and like they've always been bad. But anyways. I'm I was just gonna say I'm scared to try new products. This summer I like tried a new product from I don't even know where it was from, but it was like strawberry like serum or whatever on my face, and I got dermatitis from it. Oh. And if you don't know what dermatitis is, it's like giant patches all over your face that are bright red, and they get itchy and they flake. And I can't cover it up with makeup because then all of my like beauty products would get it from it being contagious. And I had it for like four weeks straight, which is why I didn't post anything. <laughs> This summer I went to Ulta and I was looking for a cream contour and she tried some, like the girl at Ulta tried some new product that they had on my wrist. And like two hours later, I was at my friend's house and my arm broke out in hives and I had wiped it off. Like it wasn't even still on there. Oh my God. Thank God I didn't buy that one. Yeah. It always makes me nervous, like trying new product. Cause I'm like, what happens if I break out? What happens if this like does me in and I'm actually severely allergic to it? Yeah, they're always like, you should do a patch test first. But I always just full send it. Me too. (laughs) The skin on my arm and stuff is not the same as what's on my face. And it takes 30 days to, like, know if it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. 30 days? Yeah, I'm not doing 30 days of patch Patch testing. Yeah. You couldn't even return it after that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Moving on to our topic of the week. We're going to be talking about preventing burnout. Um, We're all in college and, you know, you reach that point this semester or even like in the spring semester, which is when it like really hits me where you just get like burnout on everything. And I always talk about burnout when I'm like in it. And I think it's important to go over like how you can prevent that even happening before it gets here. So we're going to go over some of our tips. My first tip to prevent burnout is I've had to learn to take complete time for myself. So I had to learn to like set up boundaries. So I'm either 100% working or I'm 100% relaxing because I have a lot of times where I'll be relaxing in bed and I'll be like, oh, let me just do this one assignment while I'm sitting here and thinking about it. I You can't do that because when you start to blend your relaxing time and your working time together, you're just constantly working and you're never letting yourself fully rest and it gets really easy to burn out that way. So I feel like the best way for me to not burn out and get tired of doing things is to like really take breaks from them like 100%. That's good advice. Not mix pleasure and work. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I hit burnout a lot and it's it's hard. Like I will usually on the weekends after Friday, I will literally end up laying in my bed and I'm moving 10 plus hours just because I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to get up and look at like giant to-do list I have to do. Um. But lately, I found that if I get really overwhelmed with something or like I can I can almost feel the burnout coming or I'm like really frustrated with writing something or editing something, I will literally just get up and go work out. 
Um, I have a Planet Fitness membership, so it's open 24 hours. So I literally will get in my car, drive to Planet Fitness, and just go work out until I'm like, okay, I'm ready to get back and either go to bed or try again, which is probably not the best advice. But I will say, I feel like I've gotten ripped because of it, you know? No, they say that, like, working out, like, reduces... I don't think working (laughs) out for me reduces stress. Like, I genuinely... I thought that at first. I was just like, wow, I'm not stressed at all. Like, I'm good. And I think it just adds to my stress because now I feel like I have to do it every day. That's what... It stresses me out because I then I'm like, okay, I need to work out for an hour. That means I need a lot an hour. And then I have to take a shower after that and then redo my makeup if it's Mm -hmm. not in the first thing in the morning. So working out, like, gives me so much stress because I'm just so busy that it's hard to fit it all in. The thing that I found that helps with, like, working out and, like, being stressed, and this helps with burnout, too, is I started going on walks because Mm -hmm. it's, like, you don't get, like, sweaty and tired, and it's really relaxing. I can just, like, think things through in my head and kind of process everything, but... Hot girl, listen, a hot girl walk every day, like, even if that's, like, your intention to go and do it or it's not, it's so good for you. It gets the blood pumping. Call your mom. Like, I usually call my mom when I go on my hot girl walks, but because it's been raining... Uh, I haven't been able to do that. I do call my mom, just not the hawker walk part of it. Um, But yeah, but like once I'm in, back to Rebecca's point though, once I'm in the workout, I feel great. Like I'm not, I'm not thinking about anything, put my phone on, do not disturb. But the like 20 minutes to get to the gym, usually I'm like, oh my God, this is taking so much time out of my day right now. I can't do it. That And that's how I never end up at the gym. (laughs) And that's why we stay in bed. (laughs) Personally, my favorite way to avoid burnout is, you know, people say go touch some grass. Literally just going outside makes me feel so much better, which that goes right along with hot girl walking. But I tell my boyfriend, like, I photosynthesize for joy. Like, if I'm super stressed out, I literally just need to go get some sun. And I feel, like, completely recharged. And I feel so just one with myself because... I get so stressed and I'll be sitting at my desk and I'll be in the studio and I'll be in Reese Piper and different places that there's usually no windows. And all I'm thinking about are these things that don't, you know, aren't going to matter in 10 years. And they stress me out so badly that just taking some time to like just experience life more always helps. And just being with friends also, just joining any extracurriculars or clubs or classes, that helps me a lot, especially if I like the people in the class and taking time to just do things that you do enjoy. I know last semester I didn't take any photo classes because I wanted to make sure I had enough for this year. And it was just way more stressful because I wasn't doing the one thing that made me the happiest. And so that ended up just making me kind of sad. So just taking time to do the things that really make you happy. And also, definitely the thing that Beth said with like turning off your phone don't respond to the email no matter how bad you want to no matter how you're like it'll take two seconds don't respond to the email don't text back yeah I agree I also think like finding that comfort thing whether it's like a person or it's like a tv show or a movie or like going out to eat with friends or just hanging out with friends you need to find that because it's going to pull you away from that situation where it feels like I can't do anything like I feel like I'm stuck in a box or also I, I don't do this personally, but a lot of people that I've talked to, I guess, about burnout, they've been like, yeah, I just find like what I like creatively and I'll just go and do it and not think about anything else for a few hours. Yeah, I think it really like Rebecca said, a good thing to have is like all of your separate interests. So like 
you don't want to just be doing all school 100% or you're going to get tired of it very easily. You don't want to, even with workouts, you don't want to keep doing the same workout every single day for three weeks because you're going to burn out on it. You need to like make sure you have some kind of variety and that you're breaking things up so that you're not like focused on one thing for so long because then you just like stress yourself out and it doesn't become enjoyable anymore. It's just a chore. And then you, you know, it's just a domino effect, I guess. That's how I feel about all my art classes. I'm sure you probably feel the same way in your design classes, especially them being studio classes. They take three hours, not an hour 15. And when you look at your schedule, you're like, I could have taken two classes in this time. That's six hours a week in class. And it's so much work outside of class. That sounds stressful. But as soon as I'm in it, I'm like in my zone. I'm in my my layer. I am excited and just so happy because I'm not worried about my English homework. You know, I'm worried about doing the thing that makes me the happiest for three hours. And it's really nice. Yeah, it's like a mix for me, which... You can't relate to this. This is like a me and Rebecca. <laughs> Sorry. Again, I'm a PR major. So. <laughs> if you guys don't know, our classes are set up where like gen ed classes are normally 50 minutes and then like other major classes are like an hour 15. Some of them are 50 minutes, depending on what it is. And then if you're any kind of like art major or creative major, you have studio classes where like a chunk of it is like lecture and like learning and then the other half you're actually like doing stuff so half of me like hates some studio classes because in the like creative department you have to take I think we have to take three art studios which are like throughout your years oh, yeah that's so you have to take like art like 100 or like drawing one drawing two like it has to be a sequence and I like drawing and all, but, like, I love my interior design studios because, like, that's my major. And that's we go in and we just, like, work on our projects. But, like, the good thing about studios is you're actually doing your job. Like, you're not just learning about it. You were, like, what you were doing in studio, like, everything I do in studio, I'm going to do in the workforce. So I love to go in there sometimes. Like, I have one this year um, that's, like, one of our major classes, one of our major studios. And it's the only studio I'm taking because they like break hours up. So we're not taking too many because they are so like strenuous. So, um, no, I really like that one because it breaks up my day. And it's from 1230 to 320, which is a very lunch time. Yeah, it's a very big gap. But it's like you're going class to class to class and you get to go to your studio at the end of the day. And you can just relax and just chill in there and do what you want to do. But the drawing studios that I had as a freshman... (laughs) were so bad because you're just doing stuff you don't care about and when you don't care about it like you're just sitting in there for three hours like twiddling your thumbs so boring that was torturous for me like I know at least you can draw I know you can draw I cannot draw at all there's a reason I do only digital art because (laughs) my hand does not make sense I can't even hold a pencil right everyone tells me I hold it wrong Mm -hmm. and I did it on zoom so it was even worse because there was no one there to guide me it was just me drawing knickknacks from my house like it took me so long to draw a bar stool and then he hated it. I'm not <laughs> laughing at you. I'm just like, no, it's funny. <laughs> and then all semester we had to do like household objects. And then our final grade was we had to Photoshop our face into a Renaissance painting and do a portrait of ourselves in charcoal. Oh yeah, I had to do the portrait too. It was like I've been yeah. drawing bar stools and ceiling fans. Do I look like I can do a Renaissance portrait? <laughs> my mom has my portrait hung up in my bedroom. Shut up! <laughs> I wouldn't let my mom hang that. <laughs> No, I want to see, see it. it. Oh my god, I hate it so much. Sorry, mom. I do hate that drawing. <laughs> I know you love it, but I hate it. We demand to see it. What's your mom's name? Laura. 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 We demand you need to ship it to 
the Alice magazine right now. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Don't worry. I'm sure it's better than mine. <laughs> so Every bad. artist hates their own work, though. Like, it always works like this. Like, I mean, this is like... Are you that looking at me because you think I'm an artist? No, I'm just like, look at... Like, I can't just talk to... I'm so sorry. I cannot just talk to a microphone. I feel like I'm just talking to the void. But anyways, no, it actually is a very bad drawing. But normally people, like, hate... Because we're our biggest critics. Like, I can sit and look at something that someone else is like, oh, my God, it's perfect. And I'm like, well, no. All these things are wrong with it. But anyways, that, no, the, the drawing classes are terrible, though. It's so bad. And I can draw and I enjoy it. But, like... It's boring in there because they give you one thing that you have to draw, and it's usually something very boring. Like, I don't want to draw stools all year round. <laughs> so Some people might like that. Maybe they do, and that's the class for them, but it was not for that's me. Saying. I mean, it's the same way in the beginner photography classes. Like, I hated taking intro because I already knew what I was doing mm-hmm. on my own, and she wouldn't let us, like, edit at all basically it was just very basic minor things we couldn't do anything too creative because you know most of the class doesn't know what they're doing I can't just like go ahead of everyone and it was just like so frustrating having to take photos I thought were so boring and then finish them and then be so boring and then have to print them and put them in portfolio and I wasn't proud of the work yeah it's so frustrating that's like the issue with like being a creative major is like your first two years like we are in this major because we are creative and we need that like creative outlet and to be able to like express our ideas, but you're restricted from doing that. So it's just really frustrating mm-hmm. because you can't like, you're in there to be creative, but you can't be creative. Yeah. Now I feel like I need to defend PR <laughs> right now real quick, <laughs> just really quickly. I think writing is a very creative outlet. I could never pick up the camera. I'm so sorry, Rebecca. <laughs> um, I can't even take selfies, right? So I don't even want to imagine what I would do to a camera. Um, or drawing. I can never do what Beth does because I can't hold a pencil right. I, I look, I just, not for me. I used to think I was going to be an artist. And then my like fourth grade art teacher was like, this isn't really, this isn't really that good. And I was like, wow, that hurts. Um, but like, <laughs> dreams just literally I was grade. like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to go throw all my art supplies out. But anyways, um, I think writing, while it's not, like, as strenuous as doing the three-hour labs, we still have labs. Like, I remember last semester, I was getting so burnt out of writing. And I, just for reference, I served as the managing editor for Alice Magazine. I was literally, every time I would look at a piece of writing that I had to edit or that I knew I had to write, I was like, I'm not doing this. I, I Like, it's hurting me to do what I love so much right now. Um, but, like, when you pick, back to the burnout thing, when you pick your extracurriculars, Try to pick different ones that don't correspond with your major. Pick one. I heard this advice the other day. Pick one you love. Like, pick one that suits your interests. Do one that's good for your your career. And then do one that gets you out of your comfort zone. Which I think is very good advice. Yeah. I did that this summer, which kind of helped. Like, I didn't have that advice. But I just do it because I like to have one extra thing. And also, I'm in honors college. And we have to take so many credits before we graduate. And they're all, like, random classes. If you're in honors college at the university, you know how it goes. Like, you have to take these weird classes that don't correspond to your major. But they're honors credits. Anyways, so I took, like, a green politics class. And I was like, I don't know anything about... I don't know anything about the environment or (laughs) I know something about the environment I'm not an environmentalist and I don't know anything about like how it relates to politics I mean I do obviously from like stuff I see in the news but I'm not an expert on it 
but it was really interesting. I feel like I learned a lot and I feel like I can take it with me into all of my careers because a large part of what we do in interior design is sustainability. So but. are we going to see like a presidential campaign <laughs> yeah. after this? Yeah. Wheeler, 20, or 20, what, 30 or whatever? No, 2036. Yeah. Wheeler, 2036. That has a mm. nice ring to it. Yeah. Anyways, fun fact about me, if you didn't know this, I do all of my work in the early, early morning. When I wake up, like most people wake up like groggy, I wake up and my brain is on 10. I don't know if it's like an ADHD thing, but I wake up and I am just like buzzing with ideas. Like I have to text everyone and I'm like going, but then I crash. That's the bad thing about it. Like around 12, I crash and burn and I can't do anything else for the rest of the day. And I think that's really funny because I am a night owl. And so I'll text Beth something that I need her to do (laughs) at like, it could be 4 p.m. And she's like, she like doesn't really get back to me. And I'm like, all right. And then like, I'll text Beth again and she'll be like, hey, I'll just get to it tomorrow. And then like in the morning, it'll be done. Like it's good, but it's just funny how different people operate. I'm literally in the middle of the day. Ow. No. I literally get everything done in the very middle of the day. Because I'm tired in the mornings. But if I get up really early, I love the morning. Like, I get so happy just getting up, having a coffee, and the sun is, like, barely risen. But I have to actually get myself out of bed. And I do not get enough sleep to be a morning person because <laughs> I'm so busy. I have to, you know, I'll be in the studio at 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock at night. It's not like I'm going to wake up at 7 a.m. and just be glowing and excited. I'm ready to take on the day. I wish I could be a morning person. I think my issue, I used to be a night owl. Like, I would step until 2 a.m. doing things. And then I would be texting people stuff at 2 a.m. And I'm like, why are they not responding? Everyone's asleep. (laughs) But I think what fixed that is the fact that I was a barista for over a year. Um, And... That really just cut me into shape. But now I wake up at like 7 a.m. And I answer everything immediately, do everything immediately. And then by 12, I want to take a nap. And then nothing else gets done for the rest of the day. By the time I get up, Beth's like solved 15,000 problems for me. And I love it. It's great. But sometimes I get overwhelmed. Yeah. I get overwhelmed when you text me at 4 o'clock and you're like, do all these things. And I'm like, I just spent the whole morning doing all these things. <laughs> we'll see now. I will schedule. We learned so much on this podcast about each other, you guys. Like... Now I know text you in the middle of the day if I need something. <laughs> Schedule stuff for you in the morning because I don't get up before 10. So I'm late right and early. That's it's it's not true. I don't get up before 10. I had three 8 a.m. meetings this week. Oh, like 30 wake up. Anyways, on to the <laughs> questions about preventing burnout. Our first question is how with five W's, a question mark, an exclamation mark, and another question mark. Oh. So I don't know how, what? To, how to avoid like, it. How to avoid burnout. So like how they really want to know. They really want to know. Touch some grass. That's what I'm saying. Touch some grass. Yeah. Go out there right now. Maybe not right now. That, it sounds sassy, but it's so true. Just like have a picnic for lunch. You're going to eat lunch regardless. Eat it on a blanket on the quad or better yet off campus. The Arboretum's really nice for a picnic. The river walk is great for a picnic. Lots of good places to just be outside and kind of just, you know, maybe play some music and just eat and just not look at your phone, not look at your laptop and just be like present outside. It sounds like really cheesy, but I'm so serious. It helps me so much. No, it does help. My biggest thing, and I said this earlier, this earlier is just take breaks. Like, 100% breaks. Don't take a break and then sit in bed and think about all the things you need to be doing. Take a break and literally just stare at the wall. Like, don't (laughs) 
take a break and it's like a working break or a working vacation like literally stop what you're doing and make sure you do this like often like don't go three weeks of like running yourself into the ground and then be like oh shoot like I probably should take a break right now like you have to have a balance set up and that leads into our next question so the next one is work school social life balance desperately Jen I know you have some Oh, I have some, what, work, school, what was the other one, work, school, social life? Yeah. I mean, what what do we count as work? Like, right now, last semester, I worked a job on top of all my other involvement. But this semester, like, I count my involvement as work because I put in probably 35 plus hours into both combined. So, the number one thing I think I've learned, at least over the summer and from last semester, is that one, you can't say yes to everybody, even when it comes to social life stuff or work stuff. And also, sweet treat o'clock. Let me tell you something. I'm about to put everybody onto this. Sweet treat o'clock happens like 8 p.m., 7 p.m. at night. I get a little hungry for something hankering, for something really sweet. And I will literally stop whatever I'm doing, whether it's hanging out with my boyfriend hanging like on the phone with someone and I will go uh, doing work and I will go and I will get like something sweet or you know sometimes it is like nachos from Taco Bell but I will go and like treat myself for the work that I've done whether it's going out socially or whether it's working there's no good balance like that's something I feel like no one says there's no good work life or work life school social balance yeah there's not one I've always said this like whatever you prioritize is going to, I feel like when people think of work school life balance, they mean like 24 seven, like how can I be done at this time and have this much time for this and this much time for this, whatever's going on in your life is going to take the most precedent. Like if you're worried about getting your career ahead, everything else is going to have to like, you can balance it to an extent, but like things are going to like reign over other things. Like if you're trying to build a career, you can't be going out all the time. Like you used to, like, it just depends on what phase you are in your life really. But to get the, like, the most balance you can, I feel like my best thing is setting boundaries and time blocking. So I learned how to time block in college because I was bad about procrastinating. I'm still bad about procrastinating. Like, I'm really bad about it. And my biggest thing is, like, to cut out times in the day. So, like, I will literally go on my agenda and be like, from 8 to 12, I have to work on this. 12 to 1, I have to eat lunch. And then keep on going like throughout the day. And that sounds really strict and it's kind of hard because it is restrictive, but it at least gives you a little bit of a guideline. So you're not just like dedicating way too much time to one thing. And then the other thing is, you know, setting boundaries. So like I work on a nine to five work schedule, like with everything, like my like school involvement and all that stuff. So like Monday to Friday, I do my homework, my classes, and I try to get my extracurricular stuff. Obviously things bleed into the weekend every now and then, but try not to make it a habit of doing your work on the weekend because your body doesn't know the difference. Like if you don't tell your body, I'm done stressing about this and I'm relaxing, like it's just going to constantly have you in a stressed state. So my biggest thing really is just creating those boundaries like at five o'clock on Friday I'm done answering these kind of emails and I'm done worrying about this kind of work and I said this in my last episode with like school advice is to get all of your homework done on Friday unless you have something that like you particularly have to do on a Saturday or Sunday like if your work can be done 
before the weekend, get everything career-wise, homework, everything done before Friday so that Friday night till Sunday, you can relax, you can not get burnt out. Obviously, there's exclusions to this. We work weekends with jobs and stuff. I used to, I used to have to work every Saturday morning, but I just had to like really keep a separation. Like this is my work life. I get work done while I'm here past that. I'm not worried about it. I'm not answering phone calls, not answering emails. I think one thing I also used to do, I don't do it anymore because I have a little bit more free time kind of, but I used to like dedicate one to two nights out of the week to only do social stuff. Like mm-hmm. five, six o'clock would roll around and I'd be like, okay, like I'm done with my work for the day. I'm going to go get dinner with my friend or I'm going to go, uh, my boyfriend and I are going to go on a date or like I'm going to like FaceTime my family or whatever. That's a bad example, but y'all know what I mean when you have like game nights with your family or watch a movie and stuff. Um, and that honestly, I think really helped me not completely crash and burn out and crash into a wall because I could be like, okay, I just have to get through Monday. I just need to get to Tuesday night and I can have a little bit of relief in my life. I did that kind of last semester because my whole friend group started this thing where we went to Bear Trap for bingo every Tuesday and we tried to win the TV every Tuesday. And all I want is a t-shirt, never get the t-shirt ever. But it made me feel a lot better because it kind of gave me a break in the middle of my week. And it sounds like bad because you're distracted in the middle of the week. You're busy in the middle of the week. But just, like, making myself put it down and going out. And even though I was always worried, like, oh, I'm not going to get enough sleep. I'll be tired in the morning. It was always so worth it to have fun, talk to your friends, and just actually relax and just enjoy yourself in the middle of it all did help. And it was always worth the lack of sleep. And it was always after a long day because I have capstone on Tuesday nights. And so I would just go from there to Bear Trap. And it was always just a lot of fun. Of course, um you know, don't go too hard in the paint in the middle of the week, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, just schedule some fun in the middle of the week. And that's, it definitely helped me decompress yeah. and not stress so hard. I think like the one thing I always have to retell myself is like, I'm a college student. Like I keep acting like sometimes I'm like, oh, like I'm at corporate America right now. I got to go to my job. I'm literally in college, like 22 years old. I, I got to live it up. You know what I mean? Like all this stuff looks great on a resume. You know, I need to pass my classes. I need to get good grades. But also at the end of the day, like I'm a human being, I'm a college, like I need to live part of my life that isn't behind a screen. That is so true. I literally have to tell myself that all the time. And sometimes I'll get frustrated because I'm like, I'm a college student that's so busy. What am I doing? But yeah, just, you know, let yourself be sometimes. Just be like, you know, I'm doing a good job. I'm working hard and it's okay. Treat yourself. Yeah, treat yeah, yourself. Rewarding yourself is so important. I, it's yeah. like so But important. it can go too far sometimes. Yeah. Don't get into an over-treat yourself for every little thing. Yeah. Me buying a matcha every single day last semester. That's different. That's that's the same. But also, like, people will hound me. They're like, you have to have Starbucks every morning. It gets me out of bed, okay? Whatever gets you out of bed in the morning, I don't care what it is. Literally do it. Like, if it gets you motivated and it gets you out of your house and not just, you know wallowing in your own self-pity all day do it if it's the three dollar starbucks if it's three dollars oh well okay not three dollars if it's the five dollar starbucks <laughs> or you know being on night with your friends like just do whatever you have to do to get out of bed i wish my starbucks was three bucks I know, I'm like... so the next question is how much involvement is too much involvement let me tell you one thing <laughs> Too much involvement is when you look at your schedule 
and every single possible time frame of when your friends are also awake is blocked off with something you have to do, whether it's an assignment, it's a meeting, it's you have to remind yourself to go and pick something up. I would limit your involvement to at least to two clubs, two extracurriculars, or a job extracurricular, because you're taking 15 plus hours of credits every semester, and you don't realize that when you're signing up for all this stuff. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, yeah, like I can do all that. And then you go and you're like, what do I have during the day? Oh, my classes that I'm actually here to take and get my degree in. You're not going to get your degree in working at Old Navy. You're going to get your degree in your classes. I know I'm too involved in things when stuff starts slipping through the cracks. Like when I'm like in the middle of the week and I like have that feeling like, what am I missing? What am I missing? At the end of the week, someone's like, someone, aka Jen, she's like, where's this at? And I'm like, oh no. Like that's how I know that I'm doing too much or I like signed up for too much because when things start to like fall through and I can't remember everything, that's when it gets pretty bad. I can't give any advice on this because I am too involved. Yeah. I am so much too involved. I feel like there should be a disclaimer. It's like, don't we don't subscribe to this, but as people who are so deeply involved, like I can learn from our mistakes. Yeah, learn from our mistakes. The other day I signed up for something else and then Jen was like, didn't you tell me you wanted to take it easy this semester? And (laughs) guess what I did? I signed up for another thing right after that conversation. What did you sign up for? I, I think I applied to another marketing job. One last thing about getting deeply involved. If you get super deeply involved for like a semester or one year, that is totally fine. That can be the base of your resume. That can put you to skyrocket to a position that you want on an executive board. That is fine. But make sure to take that step back and be like, it's not that serious. I'm in college. I'm 19, 20, 21. I need to relax refocus as to what my career is going to be is this going to help my career and go from there I think that something else that's important is making sure that you don't like if you're like me and you have like five six involvements that you're dealing with make sure that the one that you keep is one that makes you happy mm-hmm. and it's not just like oh well well this will you know look on a resume you know you want to be enjoying your time I mean it's like we've been saying you're in college you're young like if if something if it's something that you're passionate about and something that makes you happy, then you know employers are going to end up seeing that anyway. So don't just do stuff that you're like, well, this absolutely sucks, but you know it's what I feel like I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Our last question is, what's the best way to calm down and get yourself in check when you're feeling stressed? I think the easiest thing to do is put everything down because listen, when you get worked up and stressed. I know it's easy to be like, no, I have to keep going. Like if you're studying and you start to get burnout, you're like, no, I have to keep going. I have to keep going. Everything you do past that point of burnout, you're not going to remember and you're not going to put your full 100% into. Everything you do past the point of burnout is going to be- Bite you in the butt. Yeah, it's going to bite you later because if you're studying and you're burnt out and you're frustrated and you keep trying to go, you're not going to retain any information. If you're like- in the middle of school and you don't take the break and you keep trying to go, you're going to like burn out and be miserable. If you keep um, like anything you do, if you start to burn out and you like are trying to calm yourself down, like anything you do past that is not going to matter anyway. So the best way to like calm down and like get in check when you're feeling stressed is just to stop, 
take a break, refocus yourself. Like Rebecca said, go touch some grass, <laughs> do literally anything, go get food. My best advice is to get food. If I, even if you're not that hungry, if you start to get stressed out, like I would just like go eat a little something and like get myself recharged. Like the worst possible thing that you can do in that situation when you get worked up is to keep going. Cause it's just going to get worse. And everything you do past that point is going to be very bad. Yeah. It's like Beth said, going to get food. Like my favorite thing to do when I'm super overwhelmed and there's just like people all around me, you know, you know, I, my roommates are loud and I just can't, I'm just super frustrated. I like to get in my car, pick up something that I like to eat and park somewhere pretty. I usually park at the river walk where I can see the water and I put on a YouTube video mm -hmm. and I prop it in my car that I really like. And I sit and I eat by myself and with a pretty view and a great YouTube video. And that makes me so happy. It's like a problem how happy that makes me because I keep picking up food. <laughs> I do. I used to do the exact same thing. I would literally I'd go for a drive and like get something yeah. and just sit in my car. I was about to say that going for a drive and listening to music. Not with these gas so, yeah, yeah. anymore. Now I got to sit in my thoughts in my house. Mm -hmm. But when I could drive around, that was like the best way to like clear my head or going on a walk. But just getting out of that space is the best way mm -hmm. to calm down. Like you can't calm down if you're in the situation that's making you stressed out. Like the situation you're in that's stressing you out is not going to be the same one that calms you down. Mm -hmm. So you have to get out of it. Like just do whatever makes you feel comfortable. Me and Beth are from Dothan, Alabama. So going for a drive is the only thing anyone ever does ever. Yeah. That's all there is to do is drive around. The city's a circle. So people will just go drive. Yeah. <laughs> just drive. You can drive in an endless circle. Yeah. Literally. Go to Circle City. I am also from a small town, and that was also the only thing, but that going it was to not Sonic. a circle. Ours was McDonald's, so. We had we had Southside McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, we have so many Sonics. We have, like, a West Side Sonic, North Side, South Side, mm -hmm. East Side. We have the two North, I think it was like a, Side, I think. I think there's another North one. Yeah, we, there's a lot of Sonics. Well, we'll be able to see them when we go to the Peanut Festival. Oh, my Heck, God. yeah. <laughs> All right, that's all for this week. If you will, make sure that you give this a like, a review, a follow. Make sure you follow us on all our socials at Alice the Mag. And make sure that if you ever have any questions for us, to fill it out in the little question bubble that we post the week of filming or recording, whatever you want to call this right now. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.